just lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? We need to put a ban on Nutella. <laughs> you can't ban Nutella. I'm banning Nutella. No, that means you're banning Ferrero Rocher's. Oh, yeah, okay. Are you cool with that? Absolutely. Fucking look. You like Ferrero? Are you 97 years old? What's wrong with Ferrero Rocher's? It's like a nice crispy... No. Valid Nutella. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just the, here's my problem, and this, me and my wife share this problem. The reason we hate Nutella so very much. Now we will bear some responsibility. It's on us for not assuming that it tastes like nuts, considering it's called Nutella. Nutella right? Yeah, uh-huh. fair enough, right? Are you complaining that peanut butter tastes and nuts? <laughs> I'm I'm complaining that uh, everywhere seems to think that Nutella is a direct replacement for chocolate sauce, which it is. Absolutely not. You went for pancakes, didn't you? <laughs> well, no, we're, we're in Belgium, home yeah. of the fucking Belgian waffle. We're going around for things. And lots of them, because it's Belgium, they've well, what's got... What's offensive about the hazelnut tint of Nutella? I just... It, you, you know what? If I, if I wanted nutty chocolate spread, then that's what I would definitely go for. I don't want nutty chocolate spread. I don't think nuts and chocolate make is too the, much of a good a combination. Good, is... I don't... Here's, here's the thing, man. Nutty M&Ms are not as good as regular M&Ms. And regular M&Ms are fucking shit. M&M's are the most overrated shit. I think we, oh, covered, we covered this in Muggle Corner in like 2016. Yeah. That like that has got no right to have real estate and Pure marketing. Imagine if Coca-Cola actually tasted like dog shit. That's what M&M has managed They're to do. They're pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. It's remarkable. I, th- I it, think if I remember me seven years ago opinion, it's like having a double-decker store. Hey, double-deckers are delicious. They're fine. They're fine. They're no one's first choice. A fucking Ferrero Rocher no is. Dibs is for uh, huh? A Ferrero Rocher is. It's not. In, it's not even in the same category. Ferrero Rocher above a double decker. <laughs> no, are you a psychopath? No, I take a double decker, but you're not offering us the two of the same things. Explain. You're offering us a sweet or a chocolate bar. I don't. Like because chocolate bar is way more substantial. It's like you're offering us. It's like you know when um uh, mother would go, "Do you want a biscuit?" And you're going in, expect the biscuit, and there's like Kit Kats and Rocky Robbins. You're like fucking class, man. It's not a biscuit. I imagine that's, that's how a chocolate a, bar. That I imagine that's how a lot of like English kids feel when they go to a Scottish family, and the Scottish family go, "Do you want any juice?" And they're like, I'm about to get some fucking apple juice. And then Iron Brew gets put in front of That's not juice, that's pop. No, it was juice for those... I, I thought pre- I was going to get diluted juice and I got pop. No. We'll see. That's I've just been upgraded. I've just been put right. in first class. I turned left. For international listeners, I'm sure we've said this on the podcast before. In Scotland, juice just means any drink that isn't water. It covers apple juice, pineapple juice, fizzy juice... Um, Cal- I, we don't squash like the stuff the cordial the thing that's diluting juice that's juice that you dilute yeah diluting oh, juice. a very, juice, ju- diluting a very you, German way of naming it you call what a council pop council juice council juice council juice yeah, that's good <laughs> oh you could do scheme juice as well oh, that sounds <laughs> oh, scheme juice scheme juice is cum I think <laughs> oh, <it's good. laughs> scheme juice I got scheme juice all over my tits oh man that's, that's the working class version of soggy biscuit you got scheme juice in me hair <laughs> <laughs> Scheme pop. 
Skimpop. Skimpop sounds like a type of music. It does, I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our, our Scotland's answer to K-pop. <laughs> it's a bit techno Lots of music people got fingered to for the first time. Hi, uh, people MC over the top of it. Here's a question for you. Uh-huh. You know how... Uh, you know, when you're like a teenager, right, the most sexual thing in the world, the most, I guess, common sexual thing in the world, apart from like kissing and stuff, is when you're drinking, it's fingering, right? Mm-hmm. You have to finger a girl. Yeah. Do gay boys finger each other? Like, straight up the bum. First date, necking on in the park. Well, I mean, how's it different to, or would they just Because they just have a rummage, wouldn't they? Because, like, you're grabbing, you're grabbing genitals. Ah, you're grabbing yeah. by the pussy. <laughs> the like it's not a direct replacement finger in a butthole isn't a direct replacement from finger in it. The direct replacement would be like a grab, yeah, yeah, grabbing yeah. a cock. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, get, I take getting your point. Getting a fistful. Yeah, because I guess because we, like, you, you you're not think- going to wank them to completion. But like when we're doing finger in the park, if we thought we were doing that at completion, we <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the sun to come back up. <laughs> the adults would find us and explain to us what to do. I well, yeah, I guess your point because you're not because as, as a straight boy, you're not fingering a girl's bum hole. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. And I just bypassing. Nah. nah. Don't bring the buys up. Green <laughs> <laughs> really good. I'd pass on every buy. <laughs> That's, I've, I've definitely said this before. That is a type of prejudice I am completely and utterly fine with, right? I dislike homophobia. I dislike transphobia. You can say whatever you want to any of the fucking buys, and I, I'm not. Def- I couldn't give a shit, man. I, <laughs> I just don't. I just do not believe that your suffering is even fucking comparable. I try to, to get it, a, I try to get a routine in about it in my uh, last show. Is uh, that like you know when you go LGBTQ plus? Um, by saying B, the only part that you like get that is part of the struggle. Uh, is the gay part of your bisexuality. The straight part of your bisexuality is getting smuggled in there. You're smuggling straight into the struggle. Mm, the straight I, bit isn't part of the struggle. But I guess like you don't want to be labelled as gay if you're not. So that's why they're saying, like, I'm bi. I struggle with people being homophobic, uh-huh. but I'm not gay. So the, there's that. But it does feel like that I am, like, it's, it's, it's gay on straight shoulders in a trench coat. Yeah, yeah. It's also, I will also add, buys, I don't, you know, I think you're cool. I have nothing against you. I just I'm do not care of, about any of your Jealous suffering. of buys. I'd be bi. I? I'd be, yeah, like, if... I wouldn't be bi as a married man. Like, it doesn't matter to us now. Like, it doesn't... That's why, like, I, f- I find it strange. I mean, I'm just... It's, it's ignorance that I'm saying when I find it strange. Yes. Like, you know, when someone's bisexual and then they marry in a monogamous relationship... And they still identify as bi. Like, is that not like identifying? I guess it is identifying as an alcoholic when you've quit alcohol. But yeah, I'm an alco- I am an alcoholic, but I just don't drink anymore. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So it's just like that. It's like I'm bi, but like I'm straight. <laughs> I'm straight for the rest of my life. Aye, but, but I'm bi though. But if you were to offer like, me, if, a, if he you were- tries anything. <laughs> I'm eating pussy. I, I'm just putting it out there. Look, I have committed to this cock for the rest of my life, but if. If I was in a if I was in a bad place at a moment of weakness, mm-hmm. and you were to offer me fresh gash, I, I don't think I'd be able to turn it down. Oh, yeah. Keep it away from me. Sorry, I can't. You're too beautiful. I can't. But <laughs> if you leave me, uh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also think. Uh, see, uh, what's the people who don't like sex at all? Is that asexuals? Yes. You don't. You don't get to be part of the LGBTQ community either. You lot. Sorry. 
Like, I'm just, you're, if you're, you're not, you're like the sexual version of people that call football the kicky ball thing. Yeah, you're just, it's none of it's for you. Like, I, I don't think you get to identify with the queers because you're very grey. <laughs> They're the rainbow. There's no grey in a rainbow. Nah. <laughs> nah. You're, the, you're the cloud that just moved so that we can see the rainbow. No, 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 no. Not to be too horrible to like asex, but man, if you don't want to fuck, you don't want to fuck. They're just atheists. But that's the thing. It's, they're, just, they're, they're atheists that are like, please, can, please include me in all religious debates. And as an atheist, I'm like, don't fucking don't bring include me, me in any anywhere in the area. Even though I will have me two pennies from over here. Aye, aye. But I'm not. I don't want to be part of your. Belief system, it's the lack of. See, me saying that I'd like to have been. I bet, by- I bet the LGBTs are fucking thrilled that we're having this conversation. I bet they're sat listening to this being like, thank it's, God. It's the voice that was needed. About, about time. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to know what these two poorly educated fucks thought about uh, my life. Well, you're in luck. Yeah. Because we're, we're about to expand. Right. Not only that, we, ch- we charged you for it. <laughs> We've not put actually, the. We've actually, not, we've got it mixed up. This one is the public episode. Oh, is this one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, right, okay. we're just ahead of ourselves. So, um, so you get you getting this opinion? No, we need you to have this opinion. We would not put this behind a paywall. This is a gift to society. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have I thought it through when I say I wish I was bisexual? Right? Because when I was, do you wish you bisexual? When I was single, I would have considered it that. The discrimination of of the homosexuality side of it aside, right? Just my personal end away, uh-huh. right? Options are way more open. And not, not just no- open, but open to people who are more likely to fuck us. I feel like gay dudes are way more likely to fuck me than straight women. If you want to, like, do, if you want to do a poll. Yeah, because you're a right? fetish to gay men. Because so, you, you're, like, working class. You're a bit rough. You're mm-hmm. scum. Diamond, like, diamond in the rough. Mm. That's what you said, isn't it? Mm. Diamond in the rough. Like rehabilitated chav, scummy Batman. You call us? I do call you scummy Batman, but that's just with you. That's because of your innate sense of justice. But on the good team. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I like I would be a lot more productive in my single life if I was bisexual. However, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I cannot say that I wouldn't ruin some of my friendships. <laughs> <laughs> Do you no, reckon? No, I'll drunk and hold it. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> Get one of these lads a pop. <laughs> hold on. So you're telling me if you were bisexual, you would be the gay man that homophobic men fear exists. Like that, that stupid thing that straight men do when one of their gay friends comes out and be like, does that mean you fancy me? And they go, well, no. And you're like, oh, why not? Woods, woods, woods. Well, I've never had, I've never done that with any of my female friends. I banged uh, most of my female friends, so I know but, what I'd be like. But like, I tend not to go on lasses holders. Aye, uh, yeah. Like if I went on a lasses holder with my female friends, mm. it may be awkward by the time we get back. <laughs> I mean, I think this is just us going back around <laughs> to just say that even though we're both uh, happily uh, married. Um, and I, I love Cara with all my heart. Still do have an appreciation just for their service of, the, of regards of gender. Sluts. Mm-hmm. I've always been... They're class. <laughs> I was going to say ambassador. <laughs> just say I'm one. It's just... Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate them. Oh, man. I don't think it could, should even be considered slut-shaming when it's something you should be absolutely proud of. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with slut-shaming. Like, because you can't sh- shame me with it. You, you used to be a slut. I'm like, I absolutely used to be a slut. I had a lot, a lot of fun. 
a lot of good times when I was a slut. There's, you any can shame? Try Come with any shame? Little bit, but that's just me. Like, mm. man, I get... Uh, my shame was probably with me, like, bragginess. Yeah. Like, and showing off that I was, like, texting multiple lasses at one time or whatever, like... Yes. Yeah, when I'm in my twenties. Mm. Yeah, my shame. Yeah. yeah, my shame is similar. Think, the shame of I was, the I callousness. Think, I think I was maybe a little bit like on the side of disrespectful yes. to the girls involved. Yeah, d- d- just not really taking all of their feelings into account and being sort yeah. of not, not not necessarily dismissive. Being a little bit number driven. Aye, shallow. As if I, as, as if I was like like clocking stats. Aye. Yeah, very almost dehumanising, reducing the person to a number mm-hmm. instead of Aye. what the best type of sluttery, which Aye. is, hey, we're both here just, to just, just fucking be Just that I'm woke, I'd be shite. <laughs> I'd be absolutely shite. Oh, no, I, I, think I, was, I, was, I think I was a pretty woke slut. Like, uh, I, 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 I've, I've no doubt I got things wrong, but, like, I, I, I think... I had always been like, here's the deal. Like, I'm not looking for a relationship. Man, the entire I feel, like, I feel like now it would just be like... Every, everything would like become almost relationship straight away if I was single now, because I'd like there'd be too much like involvement yeah. or something like I'd I'd say them more than just like a a booty call. Yeah, I don't know. Can you be? I think a, I'd be too kind. Do you reckon you can? <laughs> too attached, not too attached. You can, like you can be a slut in your teens, though I don't recommend it because that's when you're mm-hmm. sort of discovering your body and your sexuality and what you like and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's probably it's a very informative time of your life. And I know it doesn't feel like that when you're a teenager because it's the first time you, that you're considered an adult. But as somebody who's 33 and barely considers them an adult now, 18 year olds are not adults. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> they're, they're fucking. They're just. I, I think 18, 18 year olds aren't adults, and tw- like lads in their 20s aren't adults. No. I think lasses grow up quick. Yeah, because they have to, because we're childish fucks. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I don't imagine being a slut in your 30s is good good fun, because I reckon, and maybe, the, and excuse me if this is ignorance, surely you're just left with the, uh, in your 30s, you're left with the dregs, right? In your 20s, you still got the people that are living their lives, experiencing the thing, they don't want to settle down until they're 30. When you're in your 40s, you've got the people who got married when they were late teens, early 20s, who are divorced Mm. and have got like a new lease in life. I reckon being a slut in your 40s, it's class. I reckon that's like, fuck it, who gives a shit? I reckon being a slut in your 30s is fucking trying to shop in Sainsbury's on day two of the COVID lockdown. Just everyone's <laughs> everyone's panic bot. Yeah, you're, you're really creepy older guy if you're going out drinking. <laughs> like if you're trying to pull a night out. And maybe and maybe this yeah. isn't the case. To, uh, and feel free. To, hey, if there's any sluts in their 30 out there, please do email in because like... In our group, we have uh, friends who are single and friends who are in relationships. And when we were single, our friends would used to like live vicariously through us and like to hear the stories. I don't necessarily live vicariously through my friends who are single. I like hearing the story of both my female friends and my male friends' conquest when they're gay. I'm like, fucking tell me about it, man. Like, I loved, you know, it'd be like, you know, just because you stop playing football doesn't mean you stop commentating on it. Ah, uh, yeah, you still watch the game. <laughs> still shout at the telly. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I, um, I like hearing all of the uh, the stories and shit. So if you're, if you're one, sl- one of our friends had a shite date the other night because the girl was identical to his ex. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting blow by blow account. He was like, I just got the bus home. There's no point. She's <laughs> just, just dressed the same. <laughs> Probably a perfectly sound girl, but he's just like, no, it's not what I'm after. We have another friend of ours. Uh, who was in a relationship for 
over a decade. Oh right? yeah. Didn't then- didn't get engaged, which by the way, and I know this might be in a controversial opinion because I'm calling out a lot of friends here. Utterly disrespectful. <laughs> utterly it's only disrespectful if the if if the both as a team like believe in marriage and then still don't do it. But like I People who don't believe in the institution of marriage stay together for 20 years. Agree, 100%. Yes, uh-huh. yes. I, think, I think there's couples out there, but there's couples that also believe in marriage and love a wedding that are just like... <laughs> put it up a little bit longer. 10 years is fucking outright disrespectful. Regard, like... Yeah, you haven't made your mind up yet, hey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the... Uh, mine, was... I left mine six years. I'm just swilling my cognac. <laughs> um, because I didn't feel like it was right to propose when I was in shit tons of debt and I wasn't in good shape. There was a spell when I was like, I can't offer her that. Do you want half of this debt and this good? <laughs> so I was like, right, get yourself in a position where you feel like you're like offering something good for the rest yeah. of our life. And then, uh, and then I, sort, I sorted myself out and proposed. And then let me still go. <laughs> I, 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 our friend who was in a relationship for over a decade didn't get engaged. Got out of his relationship of over a decade and stayed single for how many days? Several days. That never less looks- less than fourteen. Which to me, here's if you're in a long term relationship and you get out of a long term relationship, my number one bit of advice. My number one bit. One of advice, year. One year minimum. One year. One year minimum. I met I met Natalie halfway through my one year and just like had to create distance and be, be like, like I, need, absolutely I need this one year, otherwise there'll be resentment. You get, when you get out of a long term relationship, so much of who you are wasn't necessarily dependent on the other person, but you were part of a couple, and and over the years, like you're interests intertwined in who you are and you you learned how to talk to each other and then you eventually fell out and fell out of love or whatever. You need time to shed the bits of them and the couple of you that you don't like anymore and keep the bits that that person helped you grow with because, you know, getting a long-term relationship sucks, but you can still be grateful for the person for the positive, the growth that they fucking gave you. But you have to be single for at least a fucking year. If you're still fighting the ex's hair bubbles in your house. Oh, man. <laughs> it's too soon. Getting out of a 10-year relationship you know what, and getting straight back into a relationship a month later is like getting out of prison after 16 years and still Stabbing the receptionist on the way out uh, in the fucking neck. It's the dumbest thing I have ever... And also, by the way, if you've ever done this, I do not respect your new you're, partner you're gonna, a single bit. You're one going to take all of the baggage that was in your last relationship that caused it to end, yep. and you're just going to transplant that because you haven't unpacked it yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't fucking sorted any of that shit out that went wrong and just figured it out in your own head before you went into the next one. So you actually fucking just... Leaving your baggage at the next person's door. Two, it lights up that I've cheated on your beacon. It fucking looks like you already had your hand on that branch before you let go of the other one. Excellent point. And fucking like I've I've seen I've seen that a number of times when I'm like fucking uh huh. Oh, yeah, you'd already lined your next Oh, that was nest. a relay race. Yeah, it was already uh-huh. in your fucking hand. Yeah, You'd started uh-huh. running. Yeah, and yeah. And if that's how your relationship starts, guess what, motherfucker? That's how it ends. Aye. And again, I don't mind people who, like, if you're not a slut, I know we do a lot of slut praising here. I think for balance, we should also, hey, if you are asexual or you're somebody that's just like, I just, in an ideal world, I'd like to find the person, you know, I want to fuck for the rest of my life and be with them. That's a noble pursuit. And, and, you know, I fucking respect that. Zero respect for 
just cheated and then we're like I do I say this as someone have you cheated before? Yeah I, I and we're obviously in previous pre- relationships previous relationship never. I have yeah so like, that's why like I, I try not to be too heavy handed on people that day because I've been in a position in my head where I didn't I didn't have the fucking balls to break up with her in fact I, you know how mine went I did break up with her right. and she kind of just rejected the breakup but I'd already made uh-huh. a decision in my head and that's when it all felt like shit for me so I stayed with her I'm on the road a lot and I, like right. I, sh- I should have just been a bit more heavy handed with a breakup yeah. instead of just like um, I think we should I cheated once on an ex-girlfriend of mine. And then broke uh, up with her straight away. I broke up with her on the yeah. next day. I broke up with her uh, the next day. Because the second, and don't be wrong, I was drunk. But again, being drunk is an excuse because a lot of the time it just brings out, it lowers your inhibitions, it brings out the the, 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 the deeper you. But that's what I realised. I'm like, if I'm drunk and I'm willing to cheat on this person, I don't love them. Mm-hmm. Because, man, I have been steaming fucking drunk. I've been on heaps of fucking drugs and I've been away from home for a long period of time and I've had people throw themselves at me when I'm with Cara and I'm like, no, thank you. Aye. Because uh, because it's, it's, that it's a non-negotiable. It's, a, it's, a not. it's, like, it's like even no, no matter how drunk you get, you're not going to neck on with your dad. Uh, well, <laughs> let's not. Hey, that's a bit heavy-handed. No, I thought you said you wouldn't cheat. <laughs> it's not cheating if it's cheating in the family. Uh, and I, man, look, here's the thing. I felt immensely guilty for uh, cheating. Uh, I didn't tell her that I cheated on no, her. No, that's your bed. That's uh, your cross to bear. Why give somebody that's, that insecurity that's, for the rest of their fucking they're, life? They haven't damaged their next relationship. What a horrible thing Fuck, to do man, someone. Get, get out of there, clean, clean, <laughs> cauterize that wound. Yeah. And also, be, you, you're already, you, if you've already been an arsehole, then go out of the room. Don't be an arsehole to them, but break up with them. And, and if they fucking hate you because it seems mm-hmm. out of nowhere and they're like, I deserve more of an explanation. Not sorry. Not if my explanation is going to give you trust issues that you don't deserve. Because me cheating on you had nothing to do with you. It was my insecurities. It was my fucking failings, and it was my lack of maturity or readiness for this mm. relationship. And it would be very unfair to. What is? What does she have that I don't? Nothing. Yeah. I was. I was yeah. drunk, and I don't it's, love you. It's awful. It's just like if to get touched your last. You deal with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, whoops. I'm, my conscience is clear. I told you, and I broke up with you. I was honest. Yeah, Honesty is the best. And then, then just like walk away with a clear head and she's just there going right I'll never trust anyone again in my life Um, here's a bit of obvious advice if you do break up with your partner don't slag them off to your mates then get back with them that is the the tale as old as time because when you do that your friends already fucking choose your camp because they're your mate even if you're fucking wrong half the time they'll just fucking join in with your slagging and they've already made the decision in their head, they like you might not. You might have got back with them, but your mates haven't. So now all of a sudden, like you've just made it so none of your mates have got any respect for your boyfriend or your. Yeah. If you break up with someone and then slag them off to your mates, you and then get back together, you either have to break up with that person again or break up with your fucking mates. Aye. And if you're my mate, you get back with a fucking person that you've broken up with. Nothing. Oh, me, me, that's not true. Three years. Three years uh, after you've been you've got to pass a serious probation. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, because to, to be fair, I do know people who, I do know people who uh-huh. broke up because didn't slag them off though. Didn't. Yeah, you're right. Didn't slag them off. Yeah, you're didn't, right. Didn't lobby for support. Yeah, yeah, they did. were deeply sad during the breakup. Yeah. Realized like 
that the one who'd have another shot at it and got back. And now exactly the people you're on about. Yeah, you're right. And we respected their relationship and we were sad when they broke up and we were happy when they got back together. It's a completely different scenario to the fucking volatile nature of breaking up with someone, calling them all the names under the sun, getting back with them and still expecting them to get plus one invites to, Aye, nonsense. to shit. Absolute fucking nonsense. Uh, do you remember, <laughs> just going back to... Uh, the day that I broke up with the girl that I cheated on. How much do you remember about that day? It was at a house party. No. And you did it in a bush? Oh, the, the cheating, yes. But I mean, when I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is, look, this is, this is an awful story, which I don't come across well. And I was, was one of your friends. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man, even worse. It goes get, back to what we talked about before. Even worse than this. I was so drunk, which doesn't excuse anything. I was always going to have sex with, with this person, probably. And I'm a bad person. For all of this, I, I accept this is one of the many, many failings I have had as a man in my life. And I talk about them and I laugh about them, not to boast about them and not to... But just because it's in the tapestry of your life. It's well, part of your to, and to I'm not going to pretend it didn't happen. Part of growth is acknowledging like the other the bits. Mm. Like I've, I'm, I'm not a perfect person. I, I, I also have no obligation to uh, be a p- perfect person. Uh, but when I do grow and change, I, I have... This I, is the small print that I always put on the bull run story. If I ever talk about the bull run and the ethics of it, yeah. I'll always like pre-fix it with that and go, but it did happen. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about it. Jean could clearly see, because me and Jean, when we were best friends, we had, uh, she could see that my relationship was getting towards the end. Also, she didn't, she didn't respect the relationship in the first place. She was like, you don't, she was like, you like this person because they're a really good person, but you're not in love with them and you don't want to be in a relationship with them. You want to be in a relationship with them. And you're because quite a fledgling, nice. fledgling part of your career where like part of it is mm. the attention you're yeah. getting. And and this person, this person, when I asked them out, even said to me, and this is again another reason why I'm a piece of shit. When I said, do you want to be my girlfriend? She was like, no, because you don't want a relationship. You just think you want a relationship because we've been having sex for a long period of time and your weird moral compass means... She's like, if you actually want a relationship, then I will head into a relationship. But you are not, you are not ready and do not want a relationship. And I was like, this much. <laughs> Two months later, I'm like, God, I do not want a relationship. Jesus, if only somebody had warned me. She uh, <laughs> and my girlfriend, like, this fucking guy. Uh, we tell them. So Jean was like... <laughs> Just Jean, all the girls in your life going, we're trying to tell them how he was thinking. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jean was like, break up with her and then live your fucking life. And I'm like, absolutely. She can see it in my eyes that night that, like, this other person is flirting with me. I'm flirting back. We're clearly drunk. We're clearly... Jean keeps following us from to room because she's like, if I give you any fucking privacy, you're just going to do what you did. So we went outside and we panked in a book. <laughs> you just got some chloroform. <laughs> Drug Jean. <laughs> to be fair, I put her in the other bush. To be fair, to be fair, we didn't have, we didn't have sex. We kissed. Uh, just for the record, that wasn't Jean. No, 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 no. It wasn't Jean. just any chloroform Jean. No, no. no. Uh, so me and this point, when I say Jean, I kissed, I kissed and I'm pretty sure like... I think, like, maybe got, like, a bit of a drunken handjob, blowjob, fumble sort of thing. Uh-huh. But kissing still cheating. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, next day, wake up, Gene rightfully fucking bollocks me, gives me a lecture on uh, uh, just how pathetic it was and how the opportunity to do the right... The, the thing I wanted to do, there was a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I actively chose not to do the good way of doing it, yeah. which was a bad... Which a bad so I felt fucking bad. And I'd already... 
I felt bad without the lecture. I was like, I'm going to break up with this person. I go along to break up with her. Um, we, it's probably, not, I mean, there's no perfect time to break up with someone ever. That's the thing. I, if, you're, if you're thinking about breaking up with someone, by the way, just do it. Stop waiting for this perfect moment. There's no, uh, there's no perfect time no, there to is. pull the rug from underneath someone's but feet. There absolutely is. After Christmas, before Valentine's Day, the, tran- <laughs> the transfer window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I... You haven't even got a holiday booked. <laughs> you haven't booked your summer holiday yet. You've got Christmas out the way. You can't, <laughs> you can't smile through fucking... You can't accept gifts from someone you know you're going to dump in January, sure. Oh, I've spoiled them. <laughs> spoil them rotten. Okay, okay. Spoil them rotten, mate. <laughs> uh, Why have you bought me three iPads? <laughs> Tinder? <laughs> Because I've got five using it like Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready for January, baby. Because here's the thing. There's seven other people in relationships who I think are also going to get out in there in January. So I need to get in quick here. <laughs> 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 Everyone's doing it. And then you're having like Christmas dinner with, with his family. And it's mentally made saying it. goodbye. You don't know it's goodbye, but you do. <laughs> Same as the dog when you take it down behind the tree. It's like getting to go to your own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see, you just mentally say goodbye to your partner's family. I a- just enjoy your partner's mother's cooking one last time. <laughs> um, so I go in, I break up with her. It's an amicable enough breakup. It was very much her being like, You've, I fucking told you, you didn't want a relationship. And me being like, I know, you should have fought harder. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you're weak, you're a weak you woman. Should, I know, you're just <laughs> gaslighting her. <laughs> she, she was like, why didn't you just listen to me? I'm like, bitch, I'm explaining, okay? <laughs> no. So, Zip it. A mansplaining it there. Uh, so... It's amicable enough. I mean, we were both crying and both upset, and it was very much like me profusely apologising. It's her... such a sad time. Oh, it sucks, man. All breakups suck. Totally suck. Even the ones that, even the ones where you are able to like remain friends afterwards, the relationships that are really fucking healthy, and when you like get out of them, you look. There's still pain. It's still fucking. But like the other person helped you grow, and they were a really important part of your life, and you don't resent them, and you don't hate them. If you've got it, it's it's a, those relationships suck to get out of because she's just like man you would be so perfect for uh, anyone else uh, but after four years with you it's not me uh-huh. and, and like now yeah. that I've spent all the time getting to know you and you getting to know me and we both love each other mm-hmm. we both love the person but it's not those fucking suck shit because it must be easy to break up with a cheater be like you know uh, oh, damage, is, damage is done <laughs> is, that, is that maybe the counter argument from what we were saying earlier about not telling them the cheating well then yeah, I think if you because do you think if you break up with someone when the relationship's going well like we both have do you think that gives them trust issues as well because they're like they now like see the relationship going well as a trigger like am I delusional is this relationship not actually going well hmm I don't. Well, it depend, depends on what the, depends how honest the main, de- main depends was, what the breakups like. Mine and, was and the, fucked up because mine was sh- our relationship was perfect when I worked at a leisure centre mm. and we we had our shifts. But when I started travelling, that wasn't the world she signed up for. Now it was the world she was in. 
and would just become super incompatible. And I li- literally chose my career Aye. over her. That's that's what happened there. Do you, so I didn't think that would come with too much trust as you. Aye. I tell you what I miss. What? I miss being a teenager. No, I don't miss it because I don't want to break up with Gareth. I, I, I really miss being super awkward. <laughs> Clumsy. I miss being able to, you know, like, this is my opinion now as a marriage man who does not want to leave his wife, but I mean, just talk about breakups. I miss when you could just take someone you're dumped. That was class. What? What? I know it was callous, and I know we were all immature, and we didn't have the empathy required to be adults. And as a teenager, to get that text was awful. It's just like two words: "You're dumped." You're like, "Oh, because I'm fucking." And then it's like it's like fucking. Your your phone just fucking beeps, and it's like you've only got nine p credit, and the text message costs twelve p. I can't even say. And you get a guy and get a ten pound little scratch card from the shop. I'm not spending ten pound to break up with me last time. I we'll stay with that. At least until. At least until I get my free text back. <laughs> Start the fucking Start dolphin the package. <laughs> um, so, me and this girl break up. Um, I get into... I think, like, I think I managed to, like... We were, like... It was, like, graceful crying. It was, like, acknowledging each other's emotions and, and like, being fucking sad. You think men can cry gracefully? You've got another thing coming <laughs> Oh, I know, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to, and we will get... Oh, men, men can cry. Yeah, absolutely, but whether it's gracefully... But don't think for a second you're doing it with grace. Oh, you know, let's ask Cara if I cry gracefully. Because she sees me cry minimum once a week. I think you just cried disgracefully. Yeah. I've, I seen, don't think I've bu- seen you cry a couple of times, like, you got well, quite pink. Getting, you, go getting... blo- you go blotchy, it's not just the tears. <laughs> if you just had tears, you this blotchy little fucking... Looks like Jolinton's heat map. <laughs> See, I don't know if you get this with your wife, but when you phone them and they don't answer and you're like, you are never not on your fucking phone. Uh, I don't know. I'm aware she's upstairs with her son. Yeah, she might be having a nap with him. Uh, Natalie Natalie doesn't spend a great deal of time on her phone. She's, she's like old school old man. I go through phases like that and I love when I'm in that phase. Anyway, back to the original story and you can talk about me crying here. I get to the car afterwards. I get into the car and I feel like really guilty and awful. I've gone through a breakup and I start blubbering in the car. Quite an LTSR. No real ones. <laughs> Wait, man, it was all me. It was like, it was self-loathing tears. It was like, I hurt this person's feelings. They gave me out. <laughs> no, but you're awful me. Like, uh, man, hurting someone's not a nice feel, at least not yeah. for me. Like, I don't take any... Unless I've looked like you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> so... I get in the car, I fucking start bawling. I phone Jean up. I think she'd just gone to Australia at this point or she was away somewhere. And I phoned her up and she was like, she was glad she couldn't be there because we had a breakup tradition, which is whenever the other person broke up, the other person would come round to their house with two tubs of ice cream. Ben and Jerry's over, have a foursome. <laughs> I mean, it was Ben and Jerry's. It was, it was two bottles Slank of wine. Slankets. And we would watch Mean Girls. Uh, and it would be, uh, and then afterwards, after and we'd speak of the relationship and we'd have a good long cry. And then the next morning when you were both hungover, the first thing you had to say to the other person, which was, ah, it's the rising of the phoenix, because... The breakup had happened. Gene, Gene Grey. No, but sure. No, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, but sure. The spin off of Yes, but why? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Really shit improv. No. But no, sure. sure. <laughs> Not yet, and. No, but no, okay. No, yeah, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I imagine that's most like gay dating is. No, but fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who else? Do you want to fuck? Yeah. Oh, everyone. <laughs> so. Jean's on the phone and she's like, well, there's nothing I can do to make you feel better. Like, you're just going to fucking hate yourself. And I'm like, man, I'm just about to go back home. I'm like, 24, I think, at this point. You're living with, we're living together at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I... You don't want to cry with me. I do, I do not want to cry with you. I do not want you <laughs> to... some ice cream, get some brasses. <laughs> Eat the ice cream out of their ass. <laughs> Does this make it better? <laughs> No, no, that's that's Nutella, that's vanilla. For those that might not know, (laughs) brasses means sex worker. It's Cockney rhyme. It's like brass door, whore. Brasses. Oh, don't make it sound bad. (laughs) Well, because here's the thing. Cockney rhyme and slang doesn't work with sex workers, does it? Because it's too long. That's the problem with liberalism. Like Mm. spelling things out and being conscious of of titles. Doesn't really lend... Berserker. Berserker? Sex worker? Oh. Twerker. Oh, you can't rhyme worker and twerker. No, it's like can't. the same thing, isn't it? A next berserker. No. Next, nah, you kind of you kind of double barrel a a hex jerker. Claim. Hex jerker. Jerker. No, I mean this um, is no. That's just it, what it is. <laughs> Something barker, but I think that would be offensive. <laughs> a mex barker. <laughs> Get a couple of mex barkers round. Mexican Muslims. <laughs> no prostitutes. <laughs> oh man, entirely different. <laughs> God, I didn't the, bring the opposite. <laughs> Thank God I didn't bring round those sombrero wearing Muslims, <laughs> the full niqab and a sombrero. Also made it to tears to put into hummus on the top. Uh, the Mexicans say like, you needed a worker. Not that kind. Not that kind. <laughs> Don't need the garden done. Man, with the way immigrant. Oh, again, I will get back to the breakup story. Are there are there Mexican Muslims? Not alive. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? I suggest no heavy hand with the tolerance, but I don't oh, think they are. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hey, you got more whiskey? No, I don't. Hey, darling. Hello, you phoned. I did. Uh, just a quick, you're on the podcast. Um, oh, no. Oh, is, he, is he as graceful as Daniel? It's just a quick question. Uh, it's oh, exactly no. how you sound. You got your answer. Have we just woken him up? No, no, I woke him up, but he was pissed off. I woke him up. Are you with Matty? <laughs> Are you at Matty's wedding? <laughs> oh, poop. <laughs> oh. Class content, this. You're making everyone on the podcast sad. I know. Poop, baby. It make... Just for context, he never, norm... he never normally cries. He can't suck out his juice from the cup. Scheme juice. <laughs> um, Cara, am I a graceful crier? No, nobody's a graceful crier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do I What do I look like when I cry? How do you feel when I cry? I get uncomfortable when anyone cries. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling now? Very <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable. Here, 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 I'll let you get back to the boy. I just want to. I want to know. Okay, it makes me uncomfortable, and you scrunch your face up. I scrunch my face <laughs> up. <laughs> I scrunch my face up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you is there any part of you that when you see me cry because in my head you're like I'm so lucky that I married a man who shows his emotions is that true um because <laughs> you cry over things that don't need to be cried at give me an example pick your battles um you cry at movies that don't necessarily need you to have to. I cry. I, I've cried at more Grey's Anatomy's episodes than you have, comfortably. Yep. Yep. Kaylin, like, gave you a hug and you cried at that. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, you did. Matthew, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> delete that bit. Don't make people think it's cute. <laughs> Um, all right, darling, thank you. That's, that's Did they all with a phone can end on the cute one? Dad. Yeah? Hey, bud. Say hi. Hey, buddy boy. Did you have a good nap? He was... He was very funny yesterday doing sound check. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go and talk about this. Can you pass the phone back to mum, dickhead? I'm back. Oh, right, right, right. I'll, I'll see you in about 15 minutes when I'm upstairs. Love you. So you scrunch up your face when you're crying. You've got a you cry with like a leaky butthole, <laughs> an overfucked butthole. <laughs> uh, so, as- so so uh, we'll get, we'll talk about my son in a minute. Let's finish this goddamn fucking story. I then dry. Jean's not there. I don't have my fucking comfort blanket over a human being. I don't have my traditional like we're a, a breakup thing. Like, and I need somebody that I man. I'm a very emotional person, and I need to let my emotions out. And where we were at our stage in fucking friendship, we were young fucking boys. I'm like, I can't fucking cry in front of this. Can I? Don't want to cry. I've ne- I'd never. I don't think I'd seen you cry at this point. I think 24. Did your did your granddad died yet? Nah, that was. Oh yeah, he had. But like, you know what? That was. That was very like I might have been just as we met. That was that that was the winter after we met at the fringe. Are you sure? Two thousand and nine. Oh wow, okay. Because yeah. I feel like I heard fucking so mind you, I never got to meet him. That would not oh, unless it was me grand Harry, which was a bit later on, but like <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> I'd never see you cry. I also at this point, I absolutely I'm like, this cunt doesn't He's not, he's working class fucking Jordy. He's not, he's never seen anyone cry. And if he has seen anyone cry, it's either because he caused it or he beat them uh, up afterwards. You're awake. So the way our house used to be is like the living room was downstairs and it was like the furthest room away from the front door, which was brilliant because I knew it's, it's Grand Theft Auto 5 had just come out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's. De- we went to the midnight release. I'm like, he's definitely going to be in the living room just playing this fucking game. I can walk in, go to shower, and then go to bed and just claim I'm fucking tired or whatever, and I'll just not have to see him or I'll come back. And was that like, tired on the release date of Grand Theft Auto? No, what? <laughs> something suspicious going on in Where's, this house. <laughs> I've, I've got my big, puffy, red, I've just cried face. I've spent 10 minutes in the car, in the driveway, just like calming myself down, being like, just don't, you've just got to last seven seconds between the front door and your bedroom without seeing Kai, and just don't let him fucking see you cry. I can fucking do it. And I open the door. And you just got back from a run. <laughs> like, you were in front. like I think literally like, I opened the door and you were hanging up your thing. And I see you and and uh, instantly I remember like the the fear of like you laughing or making fun of me or bullying me or any of this sort of fucking thing. 
I saw instant compassion in your face, which I was not expecting. <laughs> I picked you up. <laughs> <laughs> Carried me back out the threshold. <laughs> Threw me into the bush and went, Crimes for queers! <laughs> like, green bin or grey bin? <laughs> Do you <in> cycle cards? <laughs> Why would you? Just kill him straight up. Landfill. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember... I remember bursting into tears because I wasn't expecting fucking compassion from you. And I think you knew what had happened. I think you like had been able to just uh, do Yeah, because we would have talked about it. Yeah, before yeah. I left, I think I made the decision. I said to you, I'm like, I'm away to break up. I remember you gave me a big hug. I remember just crying for fucking, like, I think like two or three minutes. You didn't say anything. You just hugged me. It was very nice. And then you sort of went... See, that's where you're glad I'm not by. <laughs> <laughs> You know, tears are a loop. <laughs> you're going to take you're advantage of for me. three minutes. You're just like, Kai, what's that? <laughs> oh, a princess in the pea situation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt it through three layers. <laughs> Why are you commando? Why are you commando? <laughs> One of us Um, and then like I you were like are you okay and I'm like yeah 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 yeah, I'm okay and I think I said thanks you didn't say anything else you didn't you didn't like I think I was really scared that you were gonna like make me fucking talk about it or something because I didn't want to talk about it with you I wanted to talk about it with Jean because I was used to talking about my emotions with Jean I wasn't used to talking about my emotions with you I didn't think we were there at that time in our friendship or at least I you know you know I wasn't ready and I went for a shower because nobody can see you cry in the shower. <laughs> I can fucking hear you. <laughs> Are you crying or just gargling that water? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every, I'm, in the, I'm in the shower crying. You just keep flushing the toilet and turning on the hot taps. <laughs> Playing me like a sad bagpipe from the other room. <laughs> on the decks <laughs> empathy face to face but DJing my sadness from the kitchen <laughs> and now we're gonna make his arse drop a bubble <laughs> um, and I get I get out of the shower uh, I get into my gym jams uh, I think I come through I think we smoke a joint and you do the thing that women make fun of us for, but I actually think it's a really good thing that men do, which is absolutely ignore the elephant in the room. Completely, I come back out, right? I've, I've, we've, you've held me in your arms while I cried for four minutes. You know, I went into the shower to cry. You heard me cry in the shower. I feel better. My emotions are out. I and I'm like, back. and I've just been for a run, but I've not run out for you. I was meant to be saving that for the weekend. You got, you got a bat in the cave just there, bud. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's a lane there for you on the bench, mate. <laughs> Man, I think that was it. I think what you, I think what you said, I think, I think what you said was, I would have ruled you a joint, but that would have just made you sadder. <laughs> but do you want a joint? We rolled a joint, we went out, and we did not talk about it at all. Because we want to talk about it because I cried. I got the things out. It was processing. You know, yours was. We just we want to fucking spoil weed, and like, you can switch like, characters on Grand Theft Auto Five. We had more things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very, very fun. And then literally, and this is pathetic. And again, much like most of the story is awful. Did I get it by the way. Yeah, you did. I. We uh, 
<laughs> we're playing a <laughs> we're playing Grand Theft Auto. I can't remember what the line was, but I think it was just like a long bit of silence had gone on. We were just playing the game fucking stoned and you just went, fuck you, cry like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, let it go. Oh, let that, it get past the moment. Oh, three hours had passed. <laughs> like, I, was, I was completely back to normal. And you didn't get past that point where the comment would have made you cry again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's what, it mellow. It's, it's what I say is that if you speak to anyone anyone who's grieved, they will always be able to tell you the exact the first time they laughed after the uh, the bereavement after the, grief. the thing had happened. You know, it's such a it's such an important moment in any sad thing. The first time you're able to laugh after sadness is it's phoenix like. It's mm. laughing in the face of death. It's, you know, it's pure power. Um, and the timing of it is 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 crucial because if you imagine imagine you'd brought that line cl- forward three hours. Oh yeah, I waited <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> you know, you think you lock this, did you? You got like a bitch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you did lock it, but unlike you, I'm a man and I can unscrew things too. <laughs> I've, I just come to check. I thought you were dying. So like you're dying of acid. <laughs> Not the good kind. Aye. I think I've seen... Right, hold on, let's go through our friends. Let, who, who have you seen cry? You've obviously seen me cry. I saw Elliot cry when uh, Columbia equalised. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you saw Elliot cry when Messi lifted the World Cup. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he cried then. Aye. Have you seen Cullen cry? Uh, uh-huh. Aye. Aye, snowboarding. <laughs> Just scared. Aye, scared. Um... No, I won't. Uh, I won't divulge why I saw Colin cry. This is a lot of these are probably going to be like, "Yes, I have." Not telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen Colin cry. I've cried with Colin because we were when Ray died. We were both. <laughs> I mean, he's told this story so Aye. many times. But like, man, when I Cara gave me the job of going down to oh. tell Colin that Ray was dying, and I'm, I'm outside, I'm composing myself. I'm like, I'm just going to go and tell. And I walk in and. Nothing comes out of my mouth. I walk in and I go, I'm like, Gwen, hey, Ryan, um, sorry to wake you up. Uh, Ray is ill. We think it's the end. We're going to take her to the vet. Would you like to come? Ray's Hi, Ryan. It's. It, I know it's early. We think Ray is dying. Do you think you'd be ready to come to the vet? Okay. Hey, Ryan, I know it's early. Do you think? Walk in. And I went, Bleh! and he went, is Ray dying? And I went, <laughs> and then he just started trembling. Right. I tell you what, I've not seen fucking. I've not Can seen I... Nelson cry. Ooh, there's a real man. <laughs> <laughs> the cunt's got depression. How come I've never seen him fucking cry? Can He's I... the most depressed of all of our friends. Can I tell you uh, one of the million times I saw Milo McCabe cry? <laughs> yeah, go on. Like, he's probably the man I've seen cry the most. Milo's like me in the fact Milo cries at adverts Milo cries at TV Milo Milo would cry if one of his daughters shared something with the other daughter that type of this is when I saw Milo cry that made me laugh the most Um, we're all on pills we're in Benidorm we're on a beach and uh, there's just like a couple of lasses who are on holiday that are just chatting away at and they're they're young lasses like in their early 20s or something right and then uh, 
And then the like, like Milo had been chatting away to one of them, very fatherly, right? And then like, uh, they'd wandered oh, off. Oh yeah, not none of this was like in a a flirting way. You, not at all. You, me, and our other friends are on so much ecstasy that I'm just dragging mm-hmm. us into the sea constantly because yeah. when I'm on pills, I and need there's to other be- people on the beach and we're being friendly. Like, I'm on Natalie at the time, right? And these, these lasses were just like in my group in a safe place, mm-hmm. chatting to lads that are nice, mm-hmm. right? And then they left, and Milo just just welled up and started crying, and he was like. She was just talking to me about her dad. And I just really hope that when Anae grows up, because he just had one baby at the time, right? It's like, I hope when Anae grows up, she grows up to be just like her. <laughs> She's crying. It was so emotional. I went, what? That lass having a piss by the pedal. <laughs> She's <a> fucking squatting. <laughs> it's one of my favourite moments. <laughs> What the what the what the the young woman who just spent two hours talking to a pilled up forty year old? <laughs> All right, man. I mean, That's I, some fucking low standards. Uh, I think yeah. she will leap you over. I think she'll uh, be alright. I think she'll make you proud. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll exceed your expectations. <laughs> well, it's uh, so funny that was the moment he cried because he hadn't spotted. Gareth was in a show this year was about him and his inability to cry and his unwillingness to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know he has cried because he cried at the same, well, one of the many episodes of Bluey that I've uh, cried at. Uh, I've not seen Barry cry. Barry Cryer? <laughs> no, someone else. Easy have mistake I, to make. Have I seen Barry cry? If I have, I've deleted it. Aye. And, and that's not to say, Barry, uh, just to clarify, these people have not seen cry. These aren't people who are, are like, I, if in a crisis, I would phone Barry. If I, I, Barry would be someone, if I needed to talk about something uh-huh. emotional, he, he would be one of my first to go to. He's a fucking, but he's just more of a man than me and he doesn't cry. Aye. <laughs> uh, um, Matthew Canning, Matty the Pincer. I have seen him bawl like an absolute, like an like an infant having a tantrum. It's weird, isn't it? It's hilarious. Have you ever seen him cry any other time from that? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? I'm sure I've asked you this before. Have you ever seen your dad cry? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's few and far between, but yeah, and it's usually like um, it's usually like a deeply sad moment. Yeah. And he doesn't just throw tears around willy no. nilly. No, no, it's, it's like yeah, it's it's, it's, like it's death, notable it's grief. Yeah. Right, okay, fair enough. Um. Who else? Seen uh, Tom Horton cry. Usually for effect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've seen Tom cry. <laughs> uh, and I think I've I've only seen you cry twice. I think I I cried um, I cried when the surprises with Kian. Mm-hmm. Once he survived his uh, cancer, his cancer, and he'd had the treatment that the community of Blythe and the comedy industry like played a big part in raising the money for his treatment in America, and then he come out the other end of that, and like I'd done a show about it, yeah. and then like they brought him on stage. I, I was probably overwhelmed that day. Yeah. Um, 
it's very, very close to tears when Newcastle got in the Champions League. Uh, <laughs> but I was on a massive come down from your well, wedding. That's why I, I was. Really sh- <laughs> that's why I was saying the fact that I haven't seen Nelson cry. I, I uh, saw. I saw. I was with him when Scotland qualified for the Euros for the first time in fucking uh, twenty years. I'm trying to remember if he cried then. He might, but we were just. Nah, we were, he was. He was like diabolical. He was throwing himself around the room. He was like instigating the pylon. Luckily, oh, he was one of the first ones on it. Otherwise, he'd all be dead. <laughs> Oh, um, before we before we uh, wrap up, uh, uh, I was thinking about what you said on the other podcast uh, when we were talking about like you know praying the alternative, the atheist alternative, just being like practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I, did, I didn't chew you out for a bit. I was just like, well, I'm, you know, I do practice gratitude. I will be I'll be grateful at the end of this uh, podcast because today was one of the days where like I got to walk around. Antwerp with my family. We're staying in a really, really nice hotel. I'm still making money while bringing my family over to these things. I got to take my son to like an indoor play park today where like these two Flemish kids who didn't speak a fucking lick of English were like really good with them and he was chasing them around and they were chasing him around and like. And I've got a show tonight, and I'm not stressed. I'm not thinking about fucking. It's sold well, so you're not worried about tickets. No, I'm, I'm just in such a really. Oh man, I got to tell you, these two fucking Flemish kids, right? One of them, uh, well, obviously both uh, Belgium. One was just a little fucking white boy, and the other one was like uh, a little Muslim boy. And I only worked out because his mum was in a. Is it a niqab's the full thing? I don't know. I like, think I would know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slipping with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Trojan horse. Well, <laughs> what else you do it for? <laughs> we gotta work out what makes them click. Not well, tech. Not tech. Not tech. <laughs> <laughs> what makes them um, click? <laughs> Good save. The, uh, the 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 two little uh, Belgian boys speaking Flemish and trying to talk to me and me being like, man, I don't speak a lick of your language and I know that's not fair because I'm in your country, mm-hmm. but you know I don't understand what you're saying. My boy isn't gonna understand what you say. These two kids would constantly while running around just yell and these are four and six years old I'm going to say just yell Jesus fucking Christ in English <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ and what the fuck it's just what they're yelling while they chase yeah, my son because the little Muslim boy was running around saying Allah Akbar which means God is great just say it in English <laughs> What's it in English, mummy? Yeah. <laughs> well, man, that is what me and Karen were discussing. Because I found it hysterical. Man, I, you know me. I love swearing. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like, to hear two little kids chasing my son while my son is screaming with laughter. He's having the time of his life. And then they catch him. And Caelan turns around and he chases them for a bit. And these two kids who can outrun him at an astronomical pace being chased by this small person going, Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck? I am crying with laughter. <laughs> it's fucking and kind of like are they saying Jesus fucking Christ I'm like yes they got maybe it is the fact maybe it's like Sacre Blue like or yeah. you're j- merd like you're just allowed to swear in another language because your parents either don't know or yeah. don't care pardon me French <laughs> yeah 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 um, anyway I'm a fucking great day and also I gotta go on record Ghent I love Belgium I love all of Belgium I love kicking here Ghent is the most beautiful city Aye. in Belgium and that's not. Oh, wait a minute. We haven't been to Bruges. We haven't been to Bruges. Mm-hmm. I was tempted to go today because we're not that far away and we'll never go. And I had a full day here. And yeah. I just, I just done that thing where you just become a hotel urchin. 
Uh, you just use the hotel gym and get some work done on your laptop and you don't really do any sightseeing. Yeah. Which I don't think is the right thing to do, but, like, we've travelled so much. And also, we've, we've, this is our seventh time in Antwerp. Uh, like, we should pop into Bruges. It's just our there. Yeah, but not on a show day. Nah, that's true. Um, I guess, well, well, it's just, like, to be at this stage in our career where I'm able to bring family out, uh, which makes touring so much easier for me. It, like, it, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I'm better now with touring in terms of, like, eating well and going to the gym and when I'm away from my family, understanding that my mental health deteriorates so I do more positive things to be my mental health better. Being able to bring them out and still make cash and yeah it's, not, it's is, not just it's not just sustenance nah what like, a what a fucking blessing like nah, it's yeah. mad to get to share this life with with so you're practicing gratitude today aye, after, aye. After and also asking why your wife's not here <laughs> yeah, nah, she was like where is my invite it's midweek I'm not even at craft nah. <laughs> i didn't think ahead the cara started giving a stank for that like why didn't you invite natalie i'm like i don't need to invite natalie anyway she's she's Always, always invited. I know. I don't think I need, I, to, I don't I, need to roll that out. No, but it is nice to be asked. Hey, it's hey, well, hey you would much rather you would much rather Natalie went. Hey, do you want a blowjob? Than I have to ask Natalie for a blowjob. Ah, that's true. Mm-hmm. As long as I get one, it's the same thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now it's but so it's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm sure that I'm sure Natalie would say like he doesn't you know he, he's always allowed a blowjob I love him of course if he wanted a blowjob he'd get a fucking blowjob but you're like I want to ask for a fucking blowjob oh, no, that's something else I've got to be mindful of now is like looking out for the things to invite because I want it to be an army t- trips yeah that's true yeah it's the picking of and it, and a lot of it should be like giving her the tour thing and being like which of these places would you like to come to like uh-huh. which of these is and you know what I was but it's also a different like, experience like I was going to as well I was like you're not really missing out a great deal because we're like travelling to and from gigs each day and stuff like uh-huh. so you're not but then again when you were saying like Cara staying at the hotel tonight where Kaylin uh-huh. just so that like, you get a regular bedtime and stuff like that means like if if Natalie was here she wouldn't have to be to and from the gigs because they would just do their own thing. They would just act like the gigs weren't happening and have had like a free day weekend break in Belgium yeah. that we are there throughout the day and gone uh, in the evening. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it really would have worked. Yeah. I think I do have to be more mindful of that. Anyway, I am very grateful for our fans. I'm very grateful for our Belgium audiences, which have consistently always been uh, always been good. It's been such a fun market to develop here, like to go from playing fucking. And shout out to the ten-year veterans that have been coming since gig, nine, what, gig number one. Uh, you know what? With Anne and Lenny, Aye. they'd been to um, Brighton in 2013. Oh, they. So know. they consider that to be ten years of coming to our shows. Aye. But then since we started coming to Belgium, they stopped coming through the UK. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm very grateful to all of our fans uh, uh, who allow. Um, me to, because I'm very aware the careers comes in like highs and lows and ebbs and flows, and I, you know, I'll probably not be this successful forever, and that's fine because I was this successful for a period of time, and that's a blessing. Um, but do keep it going, mm-hmm. keep it going for yeah. as long as you. I look, I, I, I accept and I acknowledge that it has to stop at some point. But if you could really help me overstay my welcome in yeah. in the realm of success, right. and if you that'd say, be class. And if you sign up to our Patreon, that makes it a lot easier for it to get where. Um, oh, you, are you children. turning my fucking grudge into a mutt, you horrible, rotten bastard? <laughs> That's what you were doing, wasn't it? No, it was not. That's I was being it. genuinely grave. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going. He's getting them to sign up to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I might not always be here, so like and subscribe. <laughs> 
you bag of shit. But you should like and subscribe. Nah, nah, for your benefit, because you get loads of extra episodes. Aye. Uh, right, I'm going to go get ready for our final gig in Brussels. Bye.